Have you heard the news? That bullion has invaded Austria. Why? Is that a Courvoisier? At last! A chance to taste the glories of battle! Well, check with you when it's over. I'll be in the game room. No, Boris. You're going to fight. I'm going to fight? You're going to have your head examined. We leave the day after tomorrow. <sighs> Fellas, I'm a pacifist. I don't believe in war. He doesn't believe in war, eh? Ha! Napoleon, eh? He believes in war. What are you going to do? When the French soldiers rape your sister. I don't have a sister. That's no answer. Well, who are they gonna rape? Ivan, they'll throw up. Don't disgrace me in front of my friends! Yes, what good is war? We kill a few Frenchmen, they kill a few Russians, next thing you know, it's Easter. Boris, you can't be serious. You're talking about Mother Russia. She's not my mother. My mother's standing right here, and she's not gonna let her youngest baby get shrapnel in his gums. Get away from me! I can't believe what I'm seeing! Our brother has a yellow streak down his back. No, it's not down. Runs across. Boris, you're a coward! Yes, but I'm a militant coward. Boris, medals will get medals. Take it easy, will you, Ivan? You gotta cut down on your raw meat. He'll go and he'll fight. And I hope they will put him in the front lines. Thanks a lot, Mom. My mother, folks. That's right, everybody. It's the Rota theme. <laughs> Nobody knew what it was. That was the first. You knew what it was right away with a bow. Right. Once it started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But nobody knew that was coming. Hello, everybody, and good evening, and welcome to the Night Fly with Dave Duskow, special edition. Talking to you from Rhoda's house. My mother on the podcast today. Hello. Hello, my son. <laughs> and we're here with Dorian Beth. You know, Rhoda. Yeah, I'll let you get to the answer. Only speak when spoken to. Gotcha. <laughs> no, that's not the way it works. You can talk at any time. But uh, yes, Rhoda. We'll be back in a minute. Oh, this is the fifth season. Oh, wait, do you hear this? This is the fifth season. That was the fourth season one. Listen to how they change it up in the fifth season of Rhoda. Like after the divorce? The second season was after the divorce. Wow. Listen to this. Oh, it's jazzy. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that, that show was so bad, the only thing they had, like, why don't we jazz up the opening a bit, huh? It was five years? Five bad years. Wow. Meanwhile, the first season was the most watched television, one particular episode in television history, where Rhoda got married, and then had a son named David. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> and um, she never had a kid in the show. No. No. Wouldn't that be weird if she named him David? That would have been awkward. Even more weird than it was. We would have sat there with our mouths open like this. Whoa. (laughs) I like the jazzy bit. Well, um, yeah, we're here with Rhoda and Beth and Dory. I can't even believe it. We're at Rhoda's house. We just had a lovely lunch of bagels and lox and the whole works and the white fish and the kippers. Is that what they're Herring. What's it called? Kippers. I don't know. what. <laughs> what's that? Chubs. But the chubs aren't in season, I was told. Oh, didn't know there was a season for There chubs. apparently is a season. That big lady at the Lock, Stock, and Deli, she, she's very angry. And she was like, there's no chubs in season this time of the year. And she just gets angry, you know. So how'd you get it? Well, she, cut up, like... she cut up a regular fish for me. What's a chub? It's like a small white fish. 
and put it on bagels. They're, well, they're, they're really fish. good. You kind of open it up and eat on the inside. That yeah. sounds so delicious. <laughs> as you know, Dory doesn't like anything, as we all know in this podcast. Dory, and what did Dory got? So I got, I mean, you know, the Jewish delicacy, big time bagels, lox, cream cheese, Swiss cheese, tomatoes, pickled onions, herring. pickled herring, or cream herring and cream sauce. They nowadays they Sorry, uh, yes. refer to it, um, chopped herring. White fish salad, white fish. I mean, really went all the way, and Dory had a plain bagel. Now, the thing is, <laughs> but we knew that was going to happen anyway, so it's not like you know, nobody's shocked anymore. Well, Dory's I'm... are you know celebrating her 30th birthday this year. and <laughs> I believe she stepped it up so to much. an everything bagel, but plain. Oh. Yeah. So that's a step up. Well, didn't she have a finger full of white fish salad? I think she did. I tried it. What did you think? It was all right. Well, at least you tried so it. Really expected it wasn't her to the say. worst thing I've ever had. Okay, well that's good. What's the worst thing you ever had? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, it must have been one of Uncle David's shows because I threw up. <laughs> Does she eat my chopped liver? No. No. Uh, no. no. Well, are you just saying that your chopped liver was the worst thing she ever had? <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't pretty think much what so, you just said. <laughs> everybody likes it except Dory. I even like Rhoda's chopped liver, and that's a fact. Too. Rhoda makes outstanding chopped liver, and quite frankly, Rhoda, as you know, I've commented on your cooking before, um, I can't find chopped liver as good as yours anywhere. It's true. Because they don't put as many eggs in. It's don't eggs. tell me the secret. <laughs> it's eggs. I would never have guessed the eggs. Other, the others are too livery. <laughs> livery. <laughs> that's food. That's, it just sounds that's so really disgusting. the way it comes out. Did I ever tell you my favorite chopped liver story? I can't remember. Um, um, you know, I, this does bring up a, when anybody opens a sentence like that, there's just nothing to say except stare at them and be like, did you ever tell me your favorite chopped liver story? Let me, let me think. Let me explain. Cause I've heard so many good chopped liver stories in my day. <laughs> let me think about this. I was at work and the woman I worked with was not Jewish, but her sister married a Jewish man. So she's like, Ugh. I'm going to make chopped liver for him. And I'm like, great. And the next day I'm like, so how did it go? She goes, oh, it, it was so good. It was like liver and cream cheese. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. you, did, you did what now? <laughs> Excuse me? And she's like, what? That's what the recipe called for. And I'm like, no, no. I'm like, you can't put cream cheese in chopped liver. No. And she's like, well, he liked it. I'm like, well, never, ever tell him what you put in that chopped liver. Was he, does he even know? Was he like Jewy Jewy? Yeah, would I, he even care? You know what? I don't know, but I I don't even know what kind of recipe would call for those two ingredients to be yeah, together. together. <laughs> right. That's a little odd. Was that Jane at your office? It was not. It oh. was Roseanne. Because she would do anything to please a man. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was kidding, right? See? Um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, just I thought you were going to say, like, you know, I, I I put the liver on, I put the eggs, I put the pork. I put the, uh, <laughs> and then, but the cream cheese is just as good. Exactly. You were basically saying that, yeah. So, um, first of all, when we were eating, uh, oh, so I started reading the Harry Potter book. They have a big illustrated book version. Now, I don't read, as everyone knows. I watch, um, what's it called? Television. <laughs> um, so I've seen all the movies and I enjoy it. And obviously, I took you to see the, the big play in London and Good stuff. Times. So, And uh, I really, really like the movies a lot. So I've never read the books, but everybody says, I mean, Rhoda, you've even said, oh my God, the books are amazing. amazing. But you're a reader. You're a reader. You read a lot. I used to. What are you reading now? I'm not. What is that about? I don't feel like reading anymore. Mm, Got to get books on tape. 
kind of like reading. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Uh, meh. No, that's no, what TV no, is she, for. You got her Netflix. Now she's finished. It's true. Yeah, you can watch uh, everything in the whole world you've ever wanted. Good. You know, when people say, it, oh, these are bad times we live in, I'm like, are you crazy? Have you even <laughs> heard of Netflix? Let alone that I can find uh, any song I've ever wanted to yeah. hear in my entire life on my phone. Good That's point. a miracle. Netflix and Spotify, I don't think it's ever been better than this. This is the best time to live alone and, you know, be sad, technically, alone with your thoughts. I'm thinking about when I was living alone in the 80s, you know, in my horrible apartment in Queens, and it was so sad to not go out because I could only watch network television or, or read. Those are the choices. You can't keep in touch with anybody except that they called you and you had to wait at phone just in case somebody called. You couldn't go out or anything. And nowadays, if I'm home alone, which I am all the time, I could play video games. I can watch whatever I want anytime. I can watch ever, any movie ever made I can find streaming or I can communicate with people or I can see what they're doing from Instagram and things <laughs> like that at any given moment and decide, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll go meet them. I mean, it's a miracle. I never feel alone anymore. Yeah. It's true. Just seeing the kids at college. Like, you know, she can FaceTime me anytime while she's at college. I can see her. I don't have to miss her. I don't have to wait for a Sunday night at 11 o'clock phone call. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I would call you more, Rhoda, but it's so expensive to call over here all the way from New York. <laughs> so I try and call after 11, but you're always asleep by then. So it's been really difficult for me because the rates are so much cheaper then. Oh. So well, when I stay up to watch Stephen more. Colbert, time warp. <laughs> well, I want to pretend maybe she doesn't know. They're like, "Yeah, I know the rates are too." I'm like, "Boy, she called I can't believe it." Yeah, I mean, think about that too. We can call whoever we want, anytime, anywhere. And when we were your age, Dory, we always had to wait till after eleven when the rates were cheaper. And then our dad would be like, "Don't call over there. That's crazy." Is, is your headphones okay? Yeah. Rhoda's using the new mic. It's okay. Do you like it? Yeah, fine. I know you don't like headphones. No, it's you don't fine. like you're like Aunt Judy. You don't like anything touching your hair. I should have thought of that, but you know, we had, then you wouldn't have been heard the road opening. Oh, and you know, lots more <laughs> that we have to do. So anyway, we were talking about Harry Potter, and I'm reading the new book because it's an illustrated, but it's a huge book. But I thought maybe the illustrations, because I read comic books, I thought maybe this would help me read, and it is. So I like breezed through the first three chapters. I was like, so, and I would have read more, but I had to go to bed. Um, because now it's so important in my job. They took me to a new location of where we're thinking of moving, but I had to be there on time, and I'm usually a half hour late because I'm in charge, and then I usually leave a half hour early. You know, I mean, why should I do any more extra work, right? Let the other people do that, right? Come on, right? So um, I was nervous about getting up, so I couldn't, because I would have just kept right reading, I think, because um, it, it was really, really entertaining. So I said to Dory, yeah, I'm up to chapter four, and you said the chapter heading was, the Keeper of the Keys. Yeah, she knew the chapter <laughs> heading by heart. I believe she said she knows them all, would you? No, I don't. No, you know I the don't. book seven chapters to. by heart. No, I used to, but I, that was like seven years What's ago. What's the chapter two eight heading? years ago. I don't know any. Chapter two. Of which book? One. One. Oh, the Vanishing Glass. That's exactly right. I totally remember it. I, I can it. see it. Listen <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. You will never guess the first chapter of the first book ever. I know that the by... The Boy Who Lived. Oh, okay. You knew that one. I know that one. <laughs> well, well, well. I heard the last chapter in the last book is also called The Boy Who Lived, <laughs> but it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. <laughs> She's like, don't, don't even bother. Yeah, I know. You see her face? She it's was called like, The Flaw um, in the Plan. Yeah. I mean, it was so obvious I was kidding, but then she was like, don't ever kid like and that. And then she told you what it was. It's called The Flaw in the Plan? That's the last chapter of the last book. What's the flaw? Killing Voldemort? <gasps> <laughs> no, I Spoiler believe alert. that they're talking you about the, his name. the oh. flaw in Voldemort's plan, I think, is what it's like referring to. Unless you count 19 years later as the last chapter. 
And then, I don't. In case it's 19 no, years I don't, later. I know, I don't count that. Except if you're talking about Turbocharge the movie, where we, um, it was so funny. You know the, the Cars movie I made, Mommy? Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, <laughs> you know, we have these people that love the movie, that we get these Cars fans that love the movie. So Memo and I are like thrilled because, you know, people actually have seen, we gave it to them. And they've <laughs> talked about it on their podcast and it's really funny. You have to listen to that podcast. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it'll They're be great. You'll be like, gushing. oh, my son's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> these people Finally. are gushing over his movie and they're laughing so hard they can't even get we, the we words can't out. Even, we, can't even, we can't even believe it. And I've talked, there's so nice, these people, these particular two people uh, that have the podcast. So I did an interview with um, uh, one of the girls, this girl, Donna, uh, because they even wanted, like, how did you come up with the idea? And I'm like, and, then, and the funny thing was, and I told this last week, Every idea, she's like, what about that scene where you had that line? And I'm like, oh, that's uh, just, I took that right from the show uh, Bosom Buddies. And like, every line was a line from a TV show I'd seen in the 70s or 80s that I remember. I'm like, well, where did you think of that? I'm like, yeah, I got that from Jaws, I think, the movie, when he says that. I mean, just, they're all lines just taken from other movies that nobody would know because they're all put together and they, nobody would be able to figure them out all. You know, right. but meanwhile, I just plagiarized the entire thing. Clearly, nice. but um, but you did. You worked really hard on that. Well, we did. Um, but so uh, so she, uh, what was the thing? Uh, oh, oh, so the end of the movie. If you remember, Liza's in it. Yeah, because you took it to Bullcraft and not me. I'm still mad. Wow. <laughs> uh, there was a reason. Oh, I couldn't put you on my lap at that point. You were already. Uh, yeah, seven but you could have just tall. taken me to Bullcraft. You spent the whole day there with her, and I had to sit at home. I was only spending. I was taking the day there because that was her payment for doing the movie. Mm-hmm. You should explain what Bullcraft is. Oh, sorry, Bullcraft is the amusement park where we filmed the Cars movie because <laughs> the end of the Cars movie ends with the Godfather Two, the way the Godfather Two ends, where it's like in this other. It's a prequel, and it doesn't make any sense, and you really have to just be an idiot to even know what it is. And so when they're listening to on the podcast, the poor girl, Donna, she has no idea. And she's like, and then there was that strange ending that was like, cause it's so over the, t- it combines Godfather two and three endings. It's the most ridiculous thing. But the ending is um, in Godfather two is Michael on the train with Marlon Brando. And they're on the train waving, leaving. So like, Say goodbye, Michael. And they, they're waving. And we did that scene and we filmed it on that little tiny train. They have at the amusement park. <laughs> Um, you know, and that's why I had to take Liza because she was tiny, and we put glasses on her because she was supposed to be Rick's daughter. You never see it; she's in the IMDb because of it. Yeah, she she's yeah. on IMDb. She has an IMDb page, and it has one thing. Her and, and my it's doorman. Movie. Yeah, her, her, my doorman, Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> They're big pictures, but it's the best. Like, yeah, and then there was that weird ending. <laughs> like, it's just funny because then Memo and I are even laughing harder because, you know, like, I told you no one would get. It. I'm like, I know no one would get it. It doesn't matter. You got it. That's yeah. all that matters. And the Godfather three ending. There's no way anybody's gonna get that. I just fall over, um, and then a dog licks me. Like I fall over dead. That's the way Godfather three ends. He's sitting on a chair and he just falls over and he dies, and then a dog licks him. That's well, not ends? in that movie. Yeah, that's how Godfather three ends. Michael Corleone dies again. Spoiler alert. But that movie's now three thirty years old. So, if you haven't seen it, you snooze, you lose. I haven't. Well, you shouldn't. It's bad. <laughs> but have you seen the first Godfather? No. Oh. We never forced. I thought we were, we were all said we were going to sit well, down. Well, we and were watch going it. to, but then we didn't. Oh. <laughs> well put. <laughs> all right. Well, here we are um, at the um, the home of Rhoda. And uh, I have a couple of questions for you. 
I thought maybe you would. No, no, no. Oh, don't look at me scared. like that. I, I can so hardly scared. wait. No, it's some, well, first of all, I don't know whether you... Um, well, I have some Jewish trivia for you. Ooh. I thought maybe you might want to play. Um, would you be interested in that? I don't know. Is it in Yiddish? Because then oh, maybe. I was thinking maybe you could sing the Ferkashis. <laughs> uh, do you think maybe if I... Uh, I think I've done it enough over the years. I know, but now we have. Now we can preserve it. What about um, this song, which is one of, I think, your favorites? Oh, Does this bring back memories? Or... You don't like the Cole Nidre song all of a sudden? It's a beautiful song. Is that Neil Diamond? It's Neil Diamond singing Cole Nidre. Oh my God, I knew it. Cole Nidre. It's such a soothing song. It's so soothing, I agree. But not this version. What? This version is unbelievable. It's him and Lawrence Olivier singing Cole Nidre. (laughs) Do you like it? I do. And now, if you could sing the fair Kaddish in uh, Kaddish, oh, what is it? No, the uh, four questions. No, uh, can I... you just sing one of them? No. Can you just sing the one, the one, just one, like the the first part? Because it sounds good in Yiddish. It's fascinating. It is kind of fascinating. <laughs> oh, I remember what you're saying now. Yeah, in Passover. In Alanech Kvanagansia Esemir Chomei Tumatza Albedina Krom Pesach Esemir Nor Matza. That was awesome. awesome. That was so worth it. And people were like, what is this evil chant she's doing? I don't understand. I've never heard of Yiddish. That was good. And speaking of Yiddish, how is the Yiddish club going? Very well. Tomorrow is Yiddish club. When you go to Yiddish club, do you all speak in Yiddish? No. Nobody does. does. Well, that doesn't seem right. They have a special small group who love to get together and speak Yiddish. But I do not, since my parents really never spoke it at home at all. They spoke it in front of us all the time. They did. Did they... Yeah, whenever they didn't it. want us to know what they were saying, well, they that, would that's, speak in Yiddish. That's how most people grew up, right? The parents really didn't want to speak it unless they were with their parents. Grandma only spoke Yiddish, so I knew two words at that point, Essen and Geishlofen. Essen means eat. Yes. Yes. And, ge- uh, and Geishlofen means... And Geishlofen means David Juskell. <laughs> <laughs> so obvious. I know where you were Wait, going I was with like... That. I have a question. You can't just speak Yiddish, right? I mean, if you're wherever grandma, your grandma came from, Russia, she must have spoke Russian and Yiddish or German and Yiddish or something and Yiddish. Possibly. I know my father was born in Austria-Hungary. I'm not even sure what they were speaking then. Because it would Uh, be surprising if that was your He never spoke about it. I'll tell you what they were speaking. They were speaking about the ponies. That's where he loves gambling. <laughs> and that's where Dave Jesko gets it. And it's not just him. It's every side of the family. And it's your grandma, too. <laughs> grandma, Aunt Judy. It just continues. Cousin Billy. There was no, yeah, Cousin Billy. My God, there was no way for me to win. And I mean that literally and figuratively. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Um, so what's, and what's the other club? It's debatable. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's where a group of women get together once a month and discuss uh, what's happening in the world. Oh, my God. They started doing that at my office where, like, a women's club meeting is at, like, all the women attorneys and stuff. It's pathetic. Well, we I mean, enjoy what it. I meant was, I'm sorry, I thought I was in the 70s. and I. Was, <laughs> what's like, the ratio men to women attorneys? 
Is it more women? Well, when I first now? got there, there right. was one. Right. And she didn't become a partner for a long time because she was a woman. And uh, I think she's still angry about it. And then now they're, I, I don't know. I mean, I really could say it could be half and half at this point. Probably. Um, it's changed. Women don't have it as difficult and as I they And I think used there's three women partners as well, which is still low, um, but uh, certainly better than it was when there was none. When well, I first got there, the women have except for that. Bill Cosby's wife on the show, <laughs> or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know who that who is. Who had a hard time getting to where she was, but she, why? She was no, brilliant. I'm just kidding, I... a brilliant woman. Are you she, angry she that she, um, her documentary did not win Best Documentary at the Oscars? Did that make you upset? I loved her documentary; it was great. But it didn't win. It lost to this idiot who climbs a mountain. This idiot. Oh, yeah, you guys I were talking that. about that soul. Yeah, what is free it? solo. Free solo. So he right. climbs a mountain without any rope, which is cool, like crazy cool, right? And he climbs this rock. I mean, it's straight up rock without any rope. However, in this movie, he climbs the rock, which we're waiting for the big conclusion of watching him climb. Obviously, we know he's going to make it. But um, he climbs it with rope three times before he climbs it to see where the pitfalls are. And I say that takes cheating. away from, yeah, it seems like cheating. Yeah, cheating. But he did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but it, just, it was win? anticlimactic. And I don't know why that won over Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Right. I no think idea. maybe the gays might have voted because apparently Scotty was all on board with this because I think they think the guy's cute. Mm. Meanwhile, his girlfriend is so hot. And she like met him at a book signing, but I think she thinks he's going to die pretty soon. Uh, so then she'll be able to really roll in the money, like from doing something crazy. Well, this is what he does. Yeah. I mean, then they have a montage of all the guys that have. Are your your headphones are bothering you? It looks like no, they're falling okay. off. Of it her. does look like they're falling off. Do you want to put it? Can you set it up? They're it's Dory, okay. Go over there it's and set fun. it up. It's here. It's move your microphone up, like maybe like this. Well, and she just. I think she needs to put them back. They're like on her cheekbones. Yeah, just put them back a little bit. If they're bothering you, I can switch so you can use a regular mic like this. and They feel better. Thank you. Move the mic just a little bit away. I just want to get it right. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah, you look good. Okay. You sure those headphones aren't bothering you? I want you no. to be comfortable. I'm comfortable. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. go with the Jewish trivia. <laughs> Where is the Israeli stock exchange located? Gee, it might be in Israel. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> nice one. All right, very well done. Uh, you know where I get it from. A wise guy, huh? All right, you don't have. Do you know, or were you joking? I have not even thought about it. Probably Tel Aviv. That's correct. Oh, nice. Well, All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many glasses of wine are drunk during the course of the seder? Four. That's easy. Even I knew that. I don't think you did. <laughs> what is lechem mischnech? Doesn't even sound right. Well, I probably didn't pronounce it properly. I was trying to be cool. <laughs> Is it? That one there. Lechem misne. It means double bread. Nah, Did I pronounce it wrong? What's double bread? I don't know. I just was looking up some Could stuff. Come up with uh, what is the Omer? Oh, we count the Omer. It's 30 days of counting the Omer between uh, two different holidays. Are they particular holidays? Yes. Do you know what they are? Not at the moment. Boy, she got it right. Passover and Shavuot? That is correct. Oh. Hey, you Jews. That's the one God he loves. What? Well, Shavuot is 30 oh, days yeah. after Passover. Oh. Is that right? That. Shavuot is 30 days after yeah. Passover? That's how it so, works? Yeah. Matt right. says it all the time. I don't yeah. know why. 
You can't be over for 30 days. But it was amazing that Rhoda knew. Uh, in what year did Benjamin Zviz Herzl visit Jerusalem? The guy that discovered it. Uh, the father of modern political Zionism. In what year did he visit? Promoted the Jewish immigration to Palestine in an effort to form a Jewish state. So that had it's to a be tough question. It's impossible 1930s? to answer. 30s? It's 1898, but there's oh, no way you could have known that. I could have given. Oh, I could have done this multiple okay. choice, but I chose to just do it this way. Uh, you know, for okay. people that are anti-Semitic. Uh, what is the minimum? This is you'll like this. What is the minimum? The minimum area of a sukkah as defined in the Talmud. I don't know the answer, but yes, it was very specific as to what size the sukkah should be. Do you know in what it is in? The Hebrew word for what it is in inches or feet of what it would be. Do you know what I mean? Does anybody know? No. no. Dory, big no. phony. Four. It's four. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. Whenever you don't have an answer, you say four. <laughs> seven by seven to fuck him. <laughs> to fuck him. <laughs> you didn't know it was that seven by seven. Mm-hmm. You know, next time. And, and I'm telling you, all you people that don't live in Manhattan, if you ever come to Manhattan or wherever you live and you see a sukkah and people are like, oh, come inside and you feel a little nervous, just be like, uh, are you sure this is seven by seven, Tafakam? <laughs> and uh, they'll be like, oh, uh, well, I, well, I tried to do the best. Like, well, I'll come in for a notch because then you got them. You got them. They're going to be embarrassed that it's not exactly seven by seven, Tafakam. <laughs> Why? You, are you ready for this one? Why is it? Accustomed to eat boxer on tubishvat. Boxer? I don't. That's, I could that's be pronouncing. That's a form everything. of chocolate. N- not really. It's a fruit. It's a, a carob fruit. Oh, the carob is. Oh, that's chocolate. The oh, then I have no idea what I'm yeah. talking about. Um, so you knew exactly what it was, but you don't know why it's the custom. The custom is it takes seventy years to grow, and people plant them for future generations. Well, that's what they. Do for trees also. There was I always. Oh. Did you start with the trees? I used, there was a question about a tree. I said, I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to get upset. You planned for the future so your grandchildren will be able to see when the When everyone in high school was getting cars from high school graduations, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, here's this. And is this, is this a title to a car? No. We planted a tree wow. in Israel with your name. Here. And then I will say that when she said she was going to Israel, that is Rhoda. I said, will you do me a favor and take a picture with that tree? It must be like 80 feet tall by now. Uh, she's like, well, I can't say that there's a tree there. said your 70 years are almost up with that tree. Oh, um, shut up, Beth. <laughs> I just realized that got depressing. <laughs> um, how many days did the plague of blood last? I don't remember knowing that. Oh, Rhoda, this is so disappointing. Four days. Um, <laughs> see? <laughs> don't say four days, just say four. But it has to be a whatever. It's from uh, back I to know. school. You know, so yeah. then why didn't you do it the right way? Well, because it's four, not Jeopardy. four days is like a what reasonable is answer. Four seven. is not. It's seven. Oh, see, I was, I was almost right. I thought maybe, listen, I don't know the answer to that either, but I thought maybe you might know because... I don't know. Just, I don't remember ever knowing I that. I think it could be a stupid question. Me neither. The yeah. book of Jonah is read during the Mincha service on Yom Kippur. How long was Jonah inside the fish? The fish. The white fish. The whale. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a Jewish story. Four? <laughs> there you go. See, now she's got to figure it out. I love her. See how good she is on the podcast? She's like another person. 
<laughs> we don't know the answer to that, David. I never. It's three days and three nights. Oh, you should have just oh, said that's four. That's almost four. <laughs> yeah, it's almost four. That's why you were very. I was like, yeah, you almost got it. That's why it was good in both sections. Um, with the minka service, I don't know what that is on Yom Kippur. What about the musaf service? You never stay that long. What, what's the minka service? I know the musaf it's, service. Right. Well, there's minka and the musaf. Right? Is the minka like, the morning service? It's not morning. They're All right. Both, so you got the I morning think, service, I then you got the musaf both. service. And then he got the minka service. No, you got the minka before the musaf. Thank you, <laughs> Now, what is the minka? What's the musaf service? Is the the meat of the service? Is that correct? <laughs> I don't know. You don't you, know. You should just Google that. I really assume Grammy would know this one. I mean, what you don't know what the musaf service is? That's my favorite part of the service. She's hungry. She doesn't want to. We just know. ate. Not now. <laughs> oh. During Yom Kippur, nobody's paying attention. What is schmaltz? Oh, people used to love schmaltz herring. Um, I never ate it, but it's um, it's a strong, strong kind of taste fish. No, that's completely incorrect. Is, is I, it like the beet, beet juice or something? No, no, no. The only reason I know what it is is because when you go to Sammy's Romanian, they put it on the table. What is it? Chicken fat. Hello? I used to use chicken fat when I made chopped liver. And then we now you all, stopped using it, and now we all stopped using it because wow, that must have been good. Huge not mistake. Good for us. Oh, I disagree. Schmaltz, <laughs> schmaltz. Who knew? Put a little schmaltz on the table. The Sammy's Romanian. You've never been there down the Lower East Side. Once, where they show the steak, they put the vodka on the table and some schmaltz, and they make egg creams, and then they have a giant tub of alka seltzers as you walk out. That's really funny. Yeah, could probably use that today. Oh, I did have. Uh, I don't want to do that. One. It was one was a popular tree, and let's not go into that. Um, okay, are you ready, mommy? You want to know about the olive trees there? No, I don't want to talk about any of the trees. All right, this is it. This is the one. If you get this wrong, yes, I want. You're to banned know. from the podcast, and uh, I okay. will be talking about. I you. can live with that. Oh, damn it! Oh, she's good now. Not so <laughs> now you bad. can never be banned because that's the best answer ever. All right, here it is. Get ready. Who created Hadassah? Oh, well, um, we all know that. Hen- Henrietta Sol. That is correct! <laughs> Woo! I was like nervous. I'm like, she has to get this right. The woman <laughs> mentions Hadassah every other word that she says in every sentence of every day. If you didn't know who organized it, I swear, I don't know what I was going to do. Well, I'm glad you didn't have to think and about it. And you see, it. Beth yeah. was looking at me like, okay. Here we, she was like, you're being a dick, you're being a dick. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's is, not a bad question. It's going to work. What, if it's okay if you don't know this one. What connection does the Hadassah organization have to Purim? I thought this was interesting. I'm trying to... They were founded on Purim 1912, a great year for uh, Jews. And Hadassah is another name for Esther. What? Oh, yes, I did know that. I figured okay. you probably knew that. Huh. Esther is my lovely yes. queen. I am King Ahasuerus. Esther is my lovely queen. Remember when I played King Ahasuerus in uh, Hebrew I school? I do. What? What is what? <laughs> it was awesome. He yeah, was, it was so unbelievable. good. What, do you, what is that face? I totally remember it because everybody else sucked. And then David came in with that gorgeous voice. And everybody was like, oh, Why are you God. making that face? Well, I, she just knows. I you have forgotten listening oh. to you. But I, I mean, it's just. Yeah. I still tell you, you have a lovely voice. No, I know, but you he were does. making a face like that wasn't how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. Everybody's going like, 
I remember. And then I, I come, need a queen. Yeah. A nice and then I, yeah, I come in and I'm like, "Hi, everybody! I'm King Ahasuerus. I need a queen, a nice new queen to sit beside me on my throne." And if she's very nice to me, <laughs> well, I think that's when I went into same cause Torah is the reading of the Torah, and it said each seventh through the year bar mitzvah boys may carry smaller Torahs, but nobody knows that one. How come me and Beth know it? And Beth was probably three. I guess you both. <laughs> you know what? It. You recorded the, the King of Hashuaris one. You we had it on the recording. Oh my! I probably have that somewhere. It's probably downstairs. Right? And we listened to it so many times that that's why I. Oh, remember maybe that's it. why I remember it. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. You know, I have a whole bunch of that stuff I did for musical comedy too on tape. That's why I probably knew in a mountain greenery where God paints the scenery. Well, I thought you were going to join in. Just, Just two, two crazy, crazy people, people together. together. While you love your love, your love let blue skies run, recover it. When it rains, we'll have the weather. And, and if, if you're good, and if you're good, I'll search for wood. I'll search for wood. So you can what? So you can cook. <laughs> cook. Oh. While I stand, look. It's a little sexist. So get no greenery. Shed in a beanery. Bless our mountain greenery. Bless our mountain greenery. I'm doing the Dick Van Dyke version. Bless our mountain greenery home. You know, those all. Thank you. No. It's all we. (laughs) Finally, Dory's being an actual teenager. No, no. I can. That's the right reaction for a teenager, even though you're not a teenager. Have they embarrassed embarrassed you, sweetheart? Not enough. Not nearly enough as she needs to be. Well, Rhoda, I think you did pretty good. Now, here are the big questions. Name all the rabbi books in order. It begins with Friday the Rabbi Slept Late. Go on. I like them all. Well, you know, Rhoda used to be the temple librarian when we were growing up in Hebrew school. Yes, Yes. I was. I didn't know that. For a lot of years. So those are the only books, well, I had to read because she kept giving them to me. You must read Friday the Rabbi Slept Late. It's about a guy who works with another guy and then uh, they solve mysteries. I mean, it did sound good. Like Mama Seal. (laughs) <laughs> right, because Mama Seal and I were going to open a detective agency together. Do you remember at the end yes. when she wanted to open a detective agency? Yes. And now, I, I mean, that was, um, I'm trying to find this. Um, yeah. Uh, she, Mama Seal, who you know, Dory, you remember? Yeah. Um, when it's, she was at the home, said, mom. this is why I need to become a detective and open my own agency. And I, and I wasn't listening to anything she was saying. I was there by myself. And were you there? I don't think maybe because did you hear it? You were no. It was I just all told you. you, right? Yeah. And I, and then you know I'm like, wait, what? What did you say? <laughs> I need to open my own detective agency. There's a a she, lot of people in the home will want me to help them, and I'm like, there's a jewel thief at large. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, this is not a bad idea. I will be your sidekick. <laughs> I mean, it was a good idea. She did have a problem with Celia that. and son, <laughs> but she was so cute. Being a little confused. That's right. Her stories were just adorable. It, it was amazing. And uh, it was funny. I remember, um, you know, when, uh, like, you know, and I hope this isn't difficult for you, but like way at the because you had good times with her and everything and you treated her right. Um, unlike the way we treat you. So, the, <laughs> it, 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 so when, when she, um, you were feeding her, like she was eating and then you were giving her water and she wasn't drinking it. And then I said, Mom, you know she doesn't like to drink with meals. And then she looked at me. She's like, see, he gets it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mama Seal never drank with meals. Not even water. She would yeah, drink Daddy after. Do that. Yeah, she did not give us 
something to drink with each meal. No, we did not. Isn't that Neither interesting? Liza. Uh, Matt never drinks with his meal ever. Yeah. Why? Like, how? What is it? How is? How I do don't you know. figure Freaks that out? Me out every I time. guess they didn't. Liza doesn't do, do it. it either. They, they just didn't but do it. Mama Seal had a on, reason for doing it, like in the sense that it impedes your eating somehow. But it seems like it's healthy because it washes stuff down. But is that not the case? What's the well? What is the real? That, that's an, she, it, nobody she, comes up with that report. She feels it's going to fill up your tummy and you won't eat. And well, that's I was, true. I was a very bad eater, so therefore she wouldn't want me. To well, that's completely true. That. That's why I will never have beer when I go to get a steak because I know beer is really filling. I'll have some wine. But beer, you know, forget that. That's like ridiculously filling. It's like having bread before. I mean, everybody, when we were at the table, so I went to a restaurant last night. I went to Quality Meats, which we should maybe think about on Thanksgiving. It was very good. We didn't go there? We went to Quality Italian, Ah. home of the chicken parm pizza. Yeah, chicken parm pizza. Which was very overrated. Yes. Chicken parm pizza. That was delicious. Oh, so if you could see the face Rhoda's making now, (laughs) man, you would love it. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah, sorry. It's not a very kosher dish. Sorry, Rhoda. Mommy, when you introduced us to bacon and then you took it away, what did you think were going to be the repercussions from that? Your thoughts? Let me tell you about my first time with bacon. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was sick and the doctor Sick in the head, right? Because that's what it... Sorry, go ahead. Let her finish. I know, I couldn't resist. And the doctor said to my mother, give him some bacon every day. And this was something other people have said. Their doctors told doctors the same rule. thing. And this was in the 1800s, you say? <laughs> so the old frying pan. <laughs> Wait, 1700s. why? The old frying because pan she had. Because it was from 1735. I want to hear her explanation. I don't know exactly why he did, but mom took the old frying pan that she had from her father. And that was just make the bacon just for Seymour. The rest of us never, of course, ate it. But for a little while, he had that, and then she threw the pan away when that was all done. This is, I mean, this is a revelation. Do you think that's what turned him to Jesus? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? That makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. The only person who ate bacon, you know, became a Catholic. Oh, my God. That little bit of bacon. You want a slap in the face? So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, now, what, what do you think made him turn? We need to, Dory, you know, because you took all those science classes. Uh-oh. Why would a doctor say bacon? I don't know. That this is in like the 1900s, not... It's something with a lot of fat in it. Why and also, why would Mama Seal say, okay? Great idea. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, because she was so religious. It's your child, and you do but, whatever. But Mama Seal, we turns out she wasn't religious, or she hated being religious, as we found out at the end. She hated being Jewish. Because I would think most Jews, even if a doctor told you to eat bacon, you would be like, no, there must be something else. I think you else. would if your kid was sick, and the doctor was like, this will make him healthy. You'd be like, yeah. Eating bacon? We, like, we did just... not question doctors in those That's days. True. It was totally different. I would have questioned them. Now <laughs> listen, Doc, you quack. I gotta <laughs> tell he, you this. Um, was he a Jewish doctor? Probably. No, probably, maybe not. I would say probably because I'm sure almost everybody in Perth Amboy was, you know, Jewish. Right. Oh, speaking of Perth Amboy. Well, first of all. Trivia? No. I'm going to do two things. No. Let's get right to the uh, speaking of Perth Amboy. All right. I have a trivia question for you. Now I'm going to go back to my my rota list. Do you want to talk about like how she used to take us to the Easter parade but not let us eat the candy? Well, (laughs) Yes. Torture. I have never forgotten that. Me either. We would go, and I've mentioned this on the air already, but we would go to the Easter Parade in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, and the bunny would dole out candy, 
and then our mother would snatch it away. <laughs> it's Passover. You and, can't eat it. Yeah. That's and terrible. then I would say, you will rue the day. <laughs> oh, taking candy from little children. Are you proud of yourself? But you can eat candy Are you proud on of- Passover. Apparently you can't, Dory. Look at her. She's making that face at you. Now no, she doesn't like, like you. And it was now just you, chocolate candy. You can candy. eat chocolate on Passover. Well, because, you know, You just made her list. If there's... Dory. <laughs> anything she's that Sheldon wasn't Cooper? considered... We weren't eating anything chocolate in those days. They didn't have right. all the food you have now. Yeah, but what's wrong with chocolate? Even if it's just get, because it's given to us from a bunny in an Easter parade? Is that the problem? Like, why'd you even take us to the parade? Yeah, why'd you take us to the parade? <laughs> I went every year with my father, whether you were there or not. <laughs> but what kind of mother takes away candy when you? Uh, we were already thirty. <laughs> we make our decision. I don't think so. All right, so Rhoda, mommy, growing up in Prithamboy, what does Rhoda Reitman have in common with this man? <laughs> Rhoda shaking her head. She can't figure it out. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what Rhoda Reitman has in common with the Beatles. Rhoda, it's not making sense. The Beatles, Paul McCartney. Well, I know. Oh, because he's now married to the the daughter of somebody I knew in Perth Amboy. Right? Is that true? Yeah, really? it's totally true. It's Mike, Mike Chevelle's daughter. Yeah, Nancy no Chevelle way. is married to Paul McCartney, which uh, Rhoda is a huge friend of. She's like, oh, I saw you. I saw your daughter got married the other day. Who's that? What's that guy? Uh, was he a British guy? What? Yeah, I swear to God. That is so cool. How old is she? A hundred. No, he, I, no, she's like 40. Yeah, was, I know. That's what I'm saying. She's really pretty. Well, Mike was, I think, two years younger than I was. So it'd be like, no, because I'm old. This would be like um, me. But she's probably about your age if she's got oh, yeah, two years Yeah, that would be like, Miami. no, you're too, yeah. Well, if you had married... Uh, Ringo Starr about 10 years ago yeah it would be like the same thing yeah but she said oh, the girl's dad is, is two years younger than her so oh so you're saying it would be wait. like if Dory wait I'm getting no, confused no I'm saying no, it would be, it'd like be like, like if I married Paul McCartney but why would he want you know a 50 year old like, Nancy Chevelle's very pretty oh burn is she? I didn't mean it that way sorry <laughs> totally but yes it would be like you marrying Paul McCartney right well who's she gonna marry she's only 40 she's 40 something now I mean that, they were married like Seven years. They're married maybe? a few oh, years. So already. maybe she's close to fifty. Yeah, yeah. She probably, maybe she could be. At this and point. what is he? Seventy-five. Yeah, I think he's in his mid seventies or early seventies, right? Well, that's, that's cool. Crazy. I know. Is that the funniest thing of all time? Yeah. I know that my listeners are loving every minute of this, <laughs> and especially since you were able to make the revelation yourself. That's what made it special. Oh, you mean the the the, the girl that made the, the kid? Yeah. Oh, you mean Mikey's daughter that married that guy from the sixties? Well, he was Mikey. <laughs> yeah, Mikey's daughter did well for herself. What do you mean? Oh, because she was working for the MTA? No, no, because she married that singing guy. That guy. Yeah. Who's that fella that uh, is with that kid? What's that name? Ringo Starr, something like I can't remember. Isn't that amazing? That's like the best story ever. That's How they crazy. meet? Like, what's the? What does she do? 
Um, how did she meet? How did they meet? She went to a concert and she was like, oh my God, I'm from Perth Amboy. knows. I, I, I'm not sure, but I think she was doing interviewing or and she knew a lot of people. She was nope, working nope, for nope. the... The story is Paul McCartney was playing Temple Beth El Shalom in Perth Amboy. <laughs> Beth Mordecai. Beth Mordecai in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. And it's Nancy happened there. to be there visiting her father. And uh, <laughs> Rabbi Norman Strickman was there and uh, oh, from the Marine Park Jewish goodness. Community Center. and uh, <laughs> yes. Buddy's Amusement Park. Uh, we were looking at pictures of Buddy's Amusement Park yesterday. Like online? Joe. Yeah. Wow. Remember Buddy's? In Brooklyn? I remember Mama Ruth taking you there. Yeah. And hating every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> but we were looking at pictures. Somebody took pictures. Uh, you know, they had some videos from the old things. We might have been in those videos. Yeah. They were from the 60s. And then I say, oh, please, that's a little... Oh, yeah, it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you know who was big you then? You were both around then. Uh, Mikey Chevelle's kid. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine marrying a Beatle? I mean, and the best one of them all in the sense of, you know, looks. Um, maybe not, you know, music, still awesome. But then there was another guy who was even more awesome. So it's difficult. But uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, that would be like me marrying Barbara Streisand. That's the equivalent of me yeah. marrying Barbara Streisand. And then we're sitting here in the podcast. Hey, do you and Barbara want to do the podcast today? You know, like, like <laughs> oh my and we're God. sitting here. Barbara, do you mind coming over to my mom's house? We're going to do the podcast. <laughs> hey, we're, I'm going to make those locks and come over to Grammy's. <laughs> Weird. I mean, that's the equivalent. That's so cool. And there's, 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 that's a perfect example, right? She'd fit yeah. right it's in. me marrying Barbara Streisand. How about Bon Jovi? He was he was a neighbor of Perth Amboy, actually. No, he he wasn't a neighbor. Well, first of all, his dad cut our hair. Well, he he, he owned the place. He worked in the same booty. Oh, I thought he owned that I went place. To. No, right. I don't. Which was no. on the edge of Woodbridge and Perth Amboy. That's where Patrick worked, right? Uh, was that Patrick then? Or yes. Okay. No, I always remember Patrick because first of all, Patrick died. Patrick did Beth's hair for her wedding. Wow. And when it snowed, Patrick said, I can't make it. And then Daddy was like, now you no, listen no, to me, you fruit. It, it was oh. Rhoda. Oh, I did not know that. Rhoda I was told... got on the phone with him and oh. changed his mind. Oh, <laughs> really? Did. Look at Rhoda. <laughs> I didn't remember that. She's like, what? Me? I'm like, Patrick called him and he said he's not coming. It was Give me the phone. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was Daddy. <laughs> He always took credit for it, mommy. I don't know. I Dad don't, could took credit I do for not that. Remember. For scream, he told me. I, he told me <laughs> that when you know, so Beth was getting married, and it was a big snowstorm. It was in December, and she was. I remember I told him like, "Don't you want to get married in June?" Screw that! I like getting married in December. It's cool. Meanwhile, there's a huge snowstorm, so a lot of people started canceling. But and so did Beth's hairdresser. Her hair looked amazing that day. We have photos like we're we're looking at Absolutely. right now, right? Yeah. So um. So the the hairdresser canceled. This is the guy we've been going to for years. And um, I, I was told by dad that he got on the phone. He goes, now you listen to me, you little fruit. I swear <laughs> to God, you don't come. You're not a guy. But apparently, and I'll tell you something about Rhoda, kids. Um, this woman, if, if, if she, because yes, uh, if it has to do with Judaism or <laughs> that kind of the marriage, bar mitzvahs, any kind of thing that's going to affect her, the way she perceives the way her life is supposed to be, you better look out because she might be a quaint, quiet woman and just sitting there in the microphone, just kind of soaking it in. But let me tell you something. Apparently, she gave it to this hairdresser so much <laughs> that he goes, okay, I'm sorry. I will never let it happen again. And you remember that when I was supposed to be bar mitzvahed with another kid oh, yeah. in 1977 and you, and you found that out, that your son wasn't going to have the spotlight all to himself. That kid was never heard from again. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. I was told his family moved. 
I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. About when she beat up the rabbi. I mean, oh my god, go. that's right. <laughs> then she beat up. She got into a fight with the rabbi, and then she was asked to forcibly <laughs> you, leave the temple. Will you stop? What? It's Come true on, story. you totally hit him. I remember. That's right. Because we, <laughs> I guess, not. I was in college. Yes, you did. It was what? after college. We were like 20, and we found, and Rhoda got evicted from the temple. We had to switch temples, and they're like, "Why are you switch?" Because I remember Lawrence was like, "Why are you guys leaving?" I'm like, "My mother was asked to leave forcibly." Do you remember what happened? She punched the rabbi. Like what, you punched he, the rabbi. He made you so angry. I don't remember what why, happened. though. No, oh, my God. Isn't that so convenient? This is an amazing story. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I can't believe I forgot it until today. This podcast is the greatest. Something I would about never. the library. Yeah, Mommy, you did. you did it. It was something about the library. Or maybe yeah. it was the principal. Is it the, the principal you punched? I Oh, and maybe yeah. I might have changed it to the rabbi because it's much more entertaining. No, I think you're right. I think it was the principal of the temple. And remember, oh, I told you, you that guy him. was an idiot. And you were like, no, he's wonderful. Remember, he got mad at me because I wrote that thing about sugar cereals or whatever. What an asshole. Listen, I told you that guy was no good. And then finally he got to you. And then he made his move on you when you were having none of it. Because you were putting your... Remember you were putting the rabbi books in order? Friday the rabbi slept late. <laughs> Saturday the rabbi went hungry. And then you saw that it said Wednesday the rabbi got wet. That is completely out of order. And the guy's like, who cares? And then you socked him. <laughs> you didn't even see it coming. This is a true story except for the part that I just said. But it's true that she punched him in the stomach. No, and then she no. was asked to leave the temple. We all had to leave. Just the way, ironically, Rhoda, Beth was asked to leave the temple... Um, because she got into a fight with the rabbi. What is it with you two kids <laughs> that you can't get along with your rabbi? Well, the other temple asked us to leave, you know, because you. Oh, that's right. That was my fault. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I think that. we were asked to right, leave right, from right. both temples because, because of, of you. you. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. Sorry. There uh, it is. Right. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> yeah. I. I got that one totally. You know what? Now I'm putting it out of my head. <laughs> That's right, of course, because uh, I Billy's no too. Idea I forgot what about he's that. Talking about. No, remember Dory's when uh, the rabbi got really angry, and then I wasn't asked to come to Liza's because you know because we were up there, we were having a good time, and he didn't like good times. And then at Billy's, well, that was hilarious. That, <laughs> that was funny. Totally Screw worth that it. guy. What an asshole. That was well. the best barman's fight. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Uh, Billy's was a little disappointing. A little disappointing, though David really picked it up. Yeah, so. that's why you know, it was listen, the best. David listen, made it hey, best. listen, you know, I'm just trying to add a little something, you know. But that time I got permission from everyone that that that's would right. be okay. Yeah. I did not go behind anybody's back. I said to Beth, do you mind if I do this? I said to Billy, I don't want to take away from your day. Everybody was cool with it. And it worked out perfect. Except the rabbi. Except <laughs> rabbi. Right. Remember he stopped me in the middle? Of my Aaliyah? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Ever see everybody's laughing, but this is serious. I'm like, well, how am I not being serious? <laughs> and the love <laughs> came to Moses. No, the best is because you were like, I understand. I understand. <laughs> well, I wouldn't stop. I was not going to stop because of this guy. Meanwhile, Dana Kaplan was in the audience, who, you know, I always found very sexy. And he goes, I love you. <laughs> I mean, why? how am I going to stop then? You know, it was awesome. That was the best. And Liza hitting Uncle Ron in the face with candy. Ooh, that yeah. is the worst. That was hilarious. You know, <laughs> oh, which is ironic. I should have uh, mentioned that when tradition. I got her that job at the Prudential Center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you really almost blew it yourself, dummy. She hit him in the face. You know what? You should call her and tell her they reneged her position. It's not just because of your tooth. Hey, snaggle tooth. <laughs> you heard Liza chipped her tooth? Uh, yes, what was I not supposed to say? Yes. Oh my God, I got nervous. I'm yeah. like, why would anybody care? No, she I did know. tell me. Yeah. So I, I uh, 
I left her a voicemail message and I said, hey, I sent that picture over to the Prudential Center and they don't want to use you. <laughs> because, you know, because you're in a greeting position and it's awkward. I'm so sorry. It'll work out. Well, now you got to call her again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we got to call her again. Anyway, um, I don't know if you remember, but the... Um, those rabbi books that you were so um, Back to that. yeah, I gotta go because they so they had all the days of the week. Friday the rabbi slept late. Saturday the rabbi went hungry. Sunday the rabbi stayed home. Monday the rabbi took off. Tuesday the rabbi saw red. Wednesday the rabbi got web. Thursday the rabbi walked out. So he made the week. Do you know Sue Grafton? Sue. Yeah, she. Oh, wrote, Grafton, the the. Uh, Novels. A, a to Z books. That's right. right. The yeah. alphabet books. Right. So this poor woman, she, you know, uh, E is for evidence. H is for homicide. Wrote 25 books, right. made it to Y, then died. Yeah. Oh. And so I've been That's so trying, I've been trying to talk to her children. Like, Let me do Z. Let me do it. <laughs> Come on. Give me a chance. But they're like, no, we don't want to besmirch her. They will not do the Z. And I'm like, Come on. I got to finish it out. I have an anal problem. I just got to. <laughs> Wait, that came out the wrong way, but you know what I mean. Um, but what anyway, do, I don't know what... Z is for zigzag? No, I just call it Z is for just cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that rabbi series was so popular. It was easy to read. It was easier. I actually read those books. Yeah. Um, you made me read them, and they were quite good. Rabbi David Small. So they made a, uh, they made a TV show about it. Um, and you, remember, you might remember it was part of this lineup. Remember this? The NBC mystery movie. Peter Falk as Columbo. Dennis Weaver as McLeod. Tony Curtis as McCoy. Nothing? Doesn't ring a bell at all? This is all they had back then. You could only watch one show. And so in this one, tonight's episode, Art Carney stars in Lanigan's Rabbi. That was the base that, because the detective he used to work with was Lanigan. So they were so afraid to even use the word rabbi back in the 70s. They said, Lanigan's rabbi will continue in a moment. And I think they, tonight, starring Peter Falk. Tonight, starring Rock Hudson and Susan St. James as McClellan and White. Oh, I remember that one. Oh, sure. Now you remember that one. You remember Rock Hudson. Yeah, so on that series, they also added Art Carney and Rabbi David Small. In Lanigan's Rabbi, <laughs> and which is ironic because remember all the shows were Irish: Macmillan, McCoy, McCloud, Mc. It was all Mix, and then Lanigan's Rabbi. We'll continue in a moment. Lanigan. Yeah, Lanigan was the name of the detective he used to. Rabbi David right. Small used to work with. Uh, yes, yes, I remember gotcha. that. So, okay. I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, not really that interesting. But um, what I'm trying to do is take that um, music and put in and have, because if you look at the video, it has little pictures of like Peter Falk as Columbo and, you know, it just zooms in and out. And I want to do that with people I know, you know, like, um, you know, it's all, it's a, uh, what do you call it? A, a Not a trilogy. It's called when it's, you don't know what show it's going to be every week, it, an anthology. And so um, you never knew what episode, you know, who was going to be on that week. You know, it just it was a series. So like, I guess once well, a month, cool. Rock Hudson would be on or something. And yeah, it was kind of a cool way to do it. That was Macmillan and wife? Yeah, that was Macmillan right. and wife. And then it became just Macmillan. I guess they got into a fight when she found out he was gay. Um, 
so then um so what I wanted to do was have like uh you know a picture of David Tell and be like you know David Tell as McLeod or whatever like whatever <laughs> like uh or O'Reilly we'll just make it O's instead and yeah. Colin Quinn as O'Hallahan whatever you know like <laughs> and tonight's episode Sarah Silverman stars as Magoo whatever <laughs> I just want to redo that stupid opening like that that's cool I know it'd be funny I think about it all the time and then I never do it no time like the present um what else did i want to say first of all also and i know we're in the middle of uh really good um okay yeah because the thing is rhoda okay here's another thing first of all well you know what let's go with this no let's as long as we're on the subject of television all last night and for the past two days i've been trying to think what did you like what was your favorite television show beth can you think of mommy's favorite television show? I can't think of well, it at all. I mean, they liked the whole Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, Carol but it Burnett wasn't like she was like, but she wasn't gung ho about it. It's not. What did we watch? What did we watch every day before you went over? General girl. Hospital? No, that girl. That girl. Before I went to preschool. But that was like on syndication and stuff. I mean, there was no, nothing when was. we were growing up. It was from the 60s. That girl? But I'm, I was in preschool. Oh. So yeah, but- it was 69. I was three, but that would have been on at eight o'clock four. at night. You're talking about when it was in syndication already. Oh, me, right. You're right because it was in the afternoon. I feel like they showed Did it. We watched it before Hebrew school, maybe. No, no, we watched it before I left, maybe for kindergarten because it went to afternoon kindergarten. So afternoon. Yeah. Kindergarten. that was our thing. We yeah. sat, sat and watched it was like eleven o'clock in the yeah. morning. Well, that's well. Obviously, I don't remember that. That was your thing. I was already doing my own thing. Yes, uh, trying you, to get you my were own not show. There then. Uh, the so only we quietly listened to something with yeah. if you could see the face oh, she was times. making while she was doing that folks. <laughs> so we quietly were able to listen we All just right, sat I there well um this is the only thing i remember you completely saying here's what we're watching on a weekly basis and we're gonna have a good time about it and see if you can pick it up <laughs> i know what that is masterpiece theater masterpiece theater every sunday's at nine I still love watching Masterpiece Theater. But that was the only thing I can remember you and Daddy running downstairs getting ice cream and being like, Masterpiece Theater is on! <laughs> and it's just so strange because it'd be like, hello. <laughs> and I just can't picture you into, you know, I mean. Alistair Cook. You, your, your Perth Amboy prowess and Elliot's Brooklyn-ness and uh, technically you all just coming from Newark. Masterpiece Theater's on. Like, hey, Rhoda, I think Masterpiece Theater's going to be on. I can't believe it. Like, they're going to do one. Um... Like, what else is there to look forward to? <laughs> I know. It's, there was nothing to look forward to then. So they just had like a guy. And then it was like the most boring show, Dory, because it was like a guy like, hello, welcome to Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> Tonight we go back to Brideshead Revisited as we see that Mary, Queen of Scots, has gotten her gown ready for the prom. <laughs> and it's just like, why? I don't. This doesn't make any sense. But that's what made you two so interesting because you did have a lot of class i remember a show that they really liked was it was it mary hartman mary hartman oh well. i remember daddy <laughs> that, that was you guys because it was late at night that was on really every night at 11 it. o'clock it was a fake serial uh which you know made everybody uh stars it, uh, it was amazing martin mull um fred uh the amazing what's the guy from all the yeah i know what you're talking about yeah okay fred I want to say Fred Travelina because we've been talking about him, but that's not the guy. Um, Fred Willard. And, of course, um, Louise Lasser, who just became a major druggie and a mess, and she's a mess, yeah. As a matter of fact, she was so bad at the time 
during that time and after that she hosted Saturday Night Live, and I think it's one of the ones they just refused to air. She was the most hated person. Because she was wasted on Yeah, it? like just, and a bitch, and just like apparently it was a bad experience for everyone. That one and apparently the Jerry Lewis one, uh, where Jerry Lewis came back and just you know, thought he was, it was already like, you know, 1980. And he's like, no, I'm going to tell you how to do like <laughs> And I don't know that, but I apparently Louise Lazar, one of, they will not, they won't even show. Like, you know, I think wow. it's, I suppose, I think it's on like if you buy, you know, Hulu or something, you can probably see it. But for years they wouldn't air it because they were, Lauren Michaels was still angry at her. Wow. I think she's still alive, but she's a, a mess. And if she is alive, I, I don't I, think anybody I've cares. heard that, Jerry Lewis was not the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, he wasn't a nice guy. And apparently he came there and, you know, was saying, you know, here's how you direct this, whatever, just telling him what to do. And everybody was saying, this guy sucks. And Belushi kept sticking up for him, like, no, he's a living legend. He's a living legend. Let him do what he wants. Yeah, no, no. I don't think anybody had a problem with, we realized he was a legend. But he was a dick. And he was a dick till the day he died. And um, kind of everybody knew it, just let it go. And he was very sexist and hated women in comedy but that wasn't everybody at yeah that time. yeah it's true that's why you gotta give people a break sometimes everybody you know it wasn't all we didn't have a lot of sarah silverman's back then you know who were you know changed the game which she actually did think about it. our friend sarah made it possible for all these ridiculously hot girls who are horrible at comedy to get stage time it's true that was a cut on sarah i'm mad at her for that <laughs> Turned out she was pretty and funny. Who knew? Um, now here's the other thing about uh, Rhoda. Uh, I still don't. I know I asked you a hundred times at your 25th anniversary, and you still hold true to this day that this is your wedding song. I know you know what it is, but it still was weird. And didn't make any sense. And I took the very good, very hard to find a good version. Maids like me. This is your and daddy's song. What people say, Not their wedding song. No, but your song. Daddy. Daddy. Diddy. Folks. Everybody ought to have a Everybody ought to have a Everybody ought to have a working girl. Everybody ought to have a lurking girl to put around the house. It's the most sexist song ever written. And Daddy made this their song. Wow. And when I asked them for the 25th, hey, Beth and I will sing your song. 30? No, 25th. No, was 25th. It was in the 25th. 80s. Jesus, how old do you think this woman is? <laughs> we didn't um, make it to our 50s. When they, I know. Rhoda, don't bring the podcast down. We're having a good time. Um, um, when we asked them 100 times, Beth and I will sing your song, what is it for real? <laughs> we had to sing this song. You sang this with yeah. David did. I didn't want to. You never get from a spouse. Fluttering up the stairway. I don't think I even knew the words to it, you know. It was just a fun song. Crazy sexist. I'm assuming they must, you must have seen it, like, right around when you first got married. Or yeah, it opened, like, 63 or so, so. Yeah, so there you go. Well, why did he choose? Why did you let him choose it? Because we didn't have a song. Must have thought it was funny. Here's the thing about this particular song, though, as I was doing research for it. It was very popular. Nobody cared about sexism back then. It was a popular song. Here is a mess of the song done by Orson Welles and Dean Martin. What? And, and your favorite, Jack Gilford. 
I love Jack Hill. Yeah. The worst singing. The thing I can't figure out is why he needs the houseboy. To clean up after me and the maid. It's Orson Welles. Well, everybody ought to have a maid. How drunk are the three of these guys? This just wrote a song with her husband. Oh, boy. You must be so happy. Everybody ought to have a maid. That's Orson Welles. Everybody ought the director of Citizen Kane. That's weird. Consistently congenial. And quieter than a mouse. What, you don't like it? Too much for you? That's enough. She'd be delicious. Oh, my God. It's pathetic, right? <laughs> so congratulations on your song. I don't know. Do you know your mother's song? You have a song? Yeah, her and her husband have a song. Everybody has their song. You don't you know? have a song. Oh, that's not it. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What song is that? This is your and Matt's song. You always told me this was your song. You don't know it? <laughs> you know, when you're in a couple, like when you're in a relationship, you always have a song. Do you? Yeah. Everybody was <laughs> This is your mother and father's song. I don't think it is. Yeah. Kung Fu fighting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. It was, um, it's sealed, kissed by a rose. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you? Oh, it you know, seems you're gonna familiar. Need, you're going to need to know this Dad with your 25th. Dad always he likes that song. That's so the, that was that our song sense. that we danced to. You're going to need to know this at her 25th when you sing it. Yeah. It's ah, coming up, right? It's coming up. Yeah, it's coming it's up. only a couple years away. What are we going on? I'll sing it. 23? Yeah, I guess. You will December. sing it? Did you hear this? Folks, we have it on... <laughs> you know, on the second thought... <laughs> I'll just like that. Rose. I'll make you really proud. <laughs> Quite frankly, I, I think that would be awesome. <laughs> now that's a show. Now we that's got, a um, show. Dory's degree came in the mail from <gasps> Rutgers University. Oh. Summa cum laude. It says it on the degree. Oh, my God. That's right. You heard it. What is summa cum laude? Is that know. good? The best of Apparently. the best. Now, what? How does it go? How does the cum laudes go? First, I don't it's, know. first it's cum laude, <laughs> then it's magna cum laude, and then it's summa cum laude. That's the top. She went opposite. The top. Well, summa cum you know, laude is the top. The thing is, Dory, if you didn't, I mean, if all you did was study and go to class, and you didn't go summa cum laude, I mean, you just would. We would be so disappointed. Yeah, there you go. I mean, she had no <laughs> outside activities, out. no nothing. You Hello? know, you couldn't call oh, her. She had her dancing, right? And now she's Nobody scamming the dance. Favorite. Are we allowed to say that on the oh podcast? No, I know. What? I just I noticed that. I called her the other day. I'm like, wait, what do you do? You're not allowed to do a dance oh, now. Know. It's over. Oh well. They're letting you do that. And there's real people <laughs> at the school. I'm just <laughs> what? like nothing. Anyway, so. Um, Actually, I think Dory was going to sing this at your uh, 25th anniversary. Did you say how proud you are of Dory? I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sing this. Uh, me and Billy will sing this for you at you your should. at your wedding. Okay. <laughs> me and Billy are going to sing that. I'll play the harpsichord. Is that the one with the frogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Man, this podcast is awesome. <laughs> Everybody ought to have a maid. Yeah. I guess it was a... Oh, did you ever see the version of the jazz singer on SCTV when um, 
they did it backwards and Al Jarreau uh, was a big rock star or whatever he would be considered adult contemporary, a huge star. And he wanted to be a cantor and his dad just wanted him to be a rock star. Al they did Giro? it the opposite way. Yeah. You, you know? mean black? Yeah. That's what made it so oh, good. That's really funny. Yeah. He sings this song. It's really beautiful. And he sings it on SCTV too. And this is how it opens. And Henry and Eugene Levy is his father, Sid Dithers. And he goes, Father's hang, you don't want to be a rock star. And he has like the Bo Derek braids. But Al, all Al Jarreau do is wants to be a cantor. And it's really funny because then they bring him and they do it backwards. And his dad wants him to be a rock star. So he goes and he, and he, he gets through like three words before his dad. He goes, Shema ye. You know, like, and he turns around and his dad walks in and everybody stops because, you know, he is black and he wasn't Jewish and he was able to get through, like, three of the words, which was perfect. And then That's really funny. It was really cool. Wow, what a beautiful voice. Uh, yeah. That's that's why I liked the song because they played... That's what made SCTV so great because they would just play songs and they'd be part of the sketches. So between this and the tubes and Wendy Williams or Wendy Williams with the plasmatics and stuff, and it would do Hall and Oates... Um, Willie Nelton, no, no, uh, whatever. They they would have people, and they'd be John Cougar Mellencamp. They'd be part of the sketches, and in the sketches, they'd somehow sing, and and then so he sang this song, and I always remember, like, I got everyone's album, whoever performed on that show. It was so much better than Saturday Night Live, where they just have and now the musical guest. Yeah. They were part of the sketch. They were playing characters that happened That's to also cool. sing. Really it was so cool. I know I've been trying to recreate that my entire life, but I just can't do it. I'm sure you have. Now I'm just staring at Dory. Like, I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, so that's a very beautiful song. Yeah, now I feel like I'm on a Spotify. Yeah, he also, do you know that other great song he does, which sometimes I listen to all the time? Let's see if I can find that. Sometimes all the time you listen to? You know what, Dory, if you're going to, you know, you and your summa cum laude education can. All right, so we're not as smart as you are. Remember, Mommy used to be upset because you didn't go to college and we were throwing around our intelligence. You know how Beth and I do that. Well, <laughs> now we're getting it way I never back. had a problem with that. Really? Oh, that's odd. Uh, this is the other song he did, which is so great. I mean, he did a lot of them, but this is such a good song. Do you recognize this one? I play this in the car a lot. It's, it's a good driving song. And it's nice. It's smooth jazz. Coming at you on the night fly. Yeah, I'm Dave Jessica. Here's Al Jarreau. <laughs> Do I have a cough button? Are you all right? Are you going to sneeze? Um, recognize yes. it? It's moonlighting. Moonlighting. <laughs> what the? Oh right into the microphone. <laughs> you can't really move away. Would you, was that a sneeze or a cough? It was a sneeze. Oh, it was. That's what it looked like you were going to sneeze. Yeah, that's the worst mic to sneeze on. I would recommend going like this next time, like covering up the... No, covering up the actual... No, covering up that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I can. Now I have to throw out that uh, headphone set. <laughs> anyway, I love that song, and I like Al Jarreau, and only because he was on SCTV. That's where all my heroes were. Let's see if I have anything else for oh. you today. Oh, did you know that you're a member of Schindler's List? That you're on the list? Schindler's List? No, Schindler's List. <laughs> it's an anti-Semitic list of people that they hate because they do good for Jews. Congratulations. <laughs> That's like a big deal. You know how like you're, um, you know, uh, uh, what do you, like a rebel for the cause. You know, you fight for the cause. You fight for the cause. I mean, you do fight for the cause. Rhoda fights for the cause. She does fight for the That's cause. That's a fact. She everything. Say it again. said it she, so many times. Well, I'm so. just saying. She puts in a lot of time and effort to, um, it, it, to with Holocaust survivors 
and, and that's a real thing, and, and to promote awareness of the Holocaust so we don't forget, uh, which, you know, maybe we all make a lot of fun of, which is crazy that we make a lot of fun of, but most people, because they can't deal with it, they just can't can't assess the situation. The fact that that happened in your lifetime is uh, really messed up. And, um, you know, it's a, so it's a thing, and you do fight for the cause. And so this guy has a list of all the people he hates that are Jews, and uh, you made the list, which is like a really big deal, which means you're making a statement. It's working, is Perfect. what I'm saying. This guy has you on a list of people he hates. Really? Yeah, Schittler's List. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, it's a good thing. I mean, it's a bad thing and a good thing at the same time, but... You know, I don't, you know, what I'm saying is I probably call the FBI and say, you should take a look at this guy's list because it's not good. Yeah. But congratulations for being on it. It means that um, you're making a difference and people who hate Jews are getting to realize. I have a question for Dory. Yeah. What? Did the birthright people ever call you? Like you said, you were supposed to have a on the call podcast? with them. Yeah, come on. We're talking about Jew stuff. Oh, now, wait a second, though. Why would the birthright people call us? Shouldn't we, can't we take care of that? ourselves since we know the person that invented it they like wanted to ask her questions did yeah, they ever do that it happened already well you didn't tell us Dory. you know what you are just the absolute worst you remember when we were in disney world and i sent you a picture and i'm like hey you remember this place because it was the place where we saw you dancing and you didn't even tell anybody that i that yeah, uncle I david sent me a that picture was different because i purposely chose to ignore that well i can accept that <laughs> so what did they ask you just stuff that I already wrote online. I don't understand what the point of it was. They were like, so what was this? And I was like, I already wrote that in my application. Oh, and that's Why what you said? Because like, they're trying to like, we'd like to pick her for the thing. But then she's like, I already wrote that in the application. So we're like, And then they're like thinking like, who do we want to take on a really long journey to Israel? <laughs> so like really just find out if they're nice people. Or like, I already wrote that like a half, half hour ago, jerk offs. <laughs> well, Dory's not going to Israel. But you know, the important thing is. Well, I is hope that she is. I'm going to go. I'm going with my friend Zelina and her husband Yael. to see their... Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to go with Yael for my office. Um, I'm going to go to, for their kids' bar mitzvah. I thought they're bringing some people over. I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to get to go. Let me go with these people who I like very much. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I know go. you've told me I got to go, I right? I was kidding. Absolutely. Do you think I'm too old for birthright? Mm, By a yes, tiny yes. bit? A little bit. Mm-hmm. They, little bit. They don't let you do that. Yeah. Is she going to go on that? They're trying to go in May. She's Who's they? Liza. Really? Yeah. That's brilliant. Together? What do you say you're trying to go? Why is there... But you a... have to be accepted. Well, yeah, but don't we know the people that run it? I mean... Well, we, I can <laughs> we do if I wanted to do something about it. Well, shouldn't it, we just have opened with that? Why, should, why shouldn't we get all the perks we can get before we blow it? Well, because here's the this problem. Family. It's in May and Liza's internship Yeah, I know. She might better not, start. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I'm not telling him. I, but I'm like, but it's his sister who started birth, right? Can't you just be like, hey, no. I got to go on birth, you, Why right? does she have to go this year? Why can't she go well, in a year? I mean, do, we don't know. You have to tell you're 26. Yeah, no, no, it's not the age thing. Oh, she might be in school. Yeah, but it'll be in the summer. But I don't, like, really, I don't know how summer's even Story's going to dental school, you believe that? What a mess. Right. So nobody knows how dental school works. I know how it works. It's stupid. You're wasting your time. Bob Bob Eskale told me. uh, It's eight hours a day. Yeah, well, that's normal school. Full days. Dory, you're making a fool of yourself. The best thing you can do is go into acting. (laughs) Or comedy. Yeah. I should just take up comedy. I'm hilarious. Well, you think it's that easy? Yeah, I'm really funny. <laughs> Speaking of comedy, uh, new show, March 26th, down at the Village Underground, the final four. Uh, the show is set technically, except for the acts that I will be uh, judging. Uh, we have Sam Morell, uh, 
I replaced Rachel Feinstein with Marina Franklin, who's 10 times better than Rachel, um, Christy Stefano, and our good friend Lenny Marcus will all be on the show on March 26th at the Village Underground. And I believe on June either 2nd or 3rd, I haven't decided yet, I will be doing a Tony Awards slash Pride show because um, <laughs> it is June. And I will have an array of gay comics. In that sense, I will be able to do as many show tunes as I please. So you're going to perform in that one? Shut up. (laughs) How dare you? Good one, Dory. Everybody was wanting to say it, so I'm going to be doing my full act on that one. Uh, So five minutes? All right. See, look at Rhoda. That's the hardest she laughs is when people mock me. It's It's the hardest she laughs. If I fall and stub my toe later and I go, ow, she'll be like, ha, ha, ha. That's what. That's the only thing that makes her laugh. It's actually you and Dory are exactly the same. Nothing makes you laugh except when people pick on me, which I totally get and respect. And Rachel told me that last night when we were at dinner together. We were all at dinner. She's like, "I hope you don't mind that I pick on you." People seem to really like it. I'm like, "No, I don't. I know people like it. I know people enjoy it, and I know it makes them happy." So I guess anyway, I could if I'm trying to make people laugh or whatever it is I do, I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> However, you get the laugh. Whether yeah. it's at my expense or whatever. Whatever works. Whatever works. Or picking on his mother or his uh, niece. I never well, do that's that. That's not funny at all. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's like the best kind of thing. Um, so those are my things coming up. Uh, Beth, aren't you in a show coming up? I am in a show. Do the, I have to uh, see it? Second week of May. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Do I have to see it? <sighs> yes. Kidding. kidding. For real, will you really have to come? Do you have a big part? Or are you, is it just like a one line where, are you kidding? Were you really going to make us go to this? You have to find a typewriter. (laughs) Oh my God. Was that from nine to five? Yeah. Where she played the Spanish girl? Yeah. Yeah, remember I told everybody she was going to go see nine to five and she played a Spanish girl. But they have to find a typewriter. (laughs) And we were like, what is going on? Isn't this illegal now? You You know how hard it is to say typewriter with a typewriter. (laughs) Oh, that's. I could not figure that out. What was your character's name? Morales? Maria. Oh, Maria. Maria Morales. And he was like, but I can't even write because I need to find the typewriter. <laughs> oh my God, that was amazing. I should have done it like that. Well, that's where you messed up. You don't have the, the balls. No, that would have been But uh, yeah, so you're in Newsies? I'm in Newsies. I'm playing Pulitzer's assistant, Hannah. Uh-huh. Now I just made her Jewish too. Because they're like, yeah, just go with it. It's, it's pronounced funny. Pulitzer, Beth. Sorry. Pulitzer. Um, Newsies? That sounds horrible. It's good. They're it's, good. It's what, you liked it? You saw it on Broadway? Of course. Of course. What do you she mean, of course? She saw it at Paper Mill. Oh, that doesn't count. It was it wonderful. It, that's, it went right to Broadway. Exactly. Really? The whole cast. It's a bunch of little boys, right? I'm not allowed to see no, it. They told me I can't go to the, the theater. The choreography oh. um, was incredibly good. Netflix. That's the movie. No. Oh, no, they have what? the Broadway show on shows on Netflix. She was watching it is? It. Yeah. It's Jeremy Jordan, and so it's worth Wait a minute. That. If that Broadway show's on Netflix, why can't they put Dear Evan Hansen that's on there? That's what I Well, oh, I don't they think they should. would put anything on that's already on. I hope they on, recorded it properly while the kid was in it. I know. Well, me too. We've watched it, haven't we? Didn't Billy no, you watched it? the uh, knockoff version, yeah. I think. Oh. Billy um, found it on that YouTube. was with me and Billy in Dear Evan Hansen, which <laughs> we we're going to sing at my show, by the way. Dear um, I'm also going to do a song from Next to Normal. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. Tony Awards. Um, wait, Newsies was about young boys, though, right? Isn't yeah. that who's in the cast? Well, yeah. It's like yeah they won't even sold, let me. Boys that sold the newspaper. I have been told I'm not even days. allowed near the building. But, I mean, Jeremy the, Jordan <laughs> was not super young. I don't know who Jeremy Jordan is. <gasps> So that's what you're doing. Dory, what do you, we can see you in dental school. Is that it uh, coming up? <laughs> now it, her dance show's coming up. You wait, love that. Oh, my God. Wait, oh when's your God. dance show? It's uh, David's no, favorite No, you thing. don't get to know. 
<laughs> it is one of us. She's not sharing. <laughs> Why don't you want me to come? I support everybody. <laughs> Do you? Yes. And she has a solo. Oh, my God. Tori, the last time I saw you dance, I've never Our had Army's such a good come. time in I my entire life. That. That was the best time I ever had. I choreograph a dance, so. Dory, tapping? Theater dance. Dory? What's what's theater dance? It's like Fosse-ish. That's, that's, I don't know how. But the dance I choreograph is tap. Dory, I've never laughed so hard as when they used you as a springboard in (laughs) Disney World. I mean, that your mother and I were laughing so hard that the people thought we were laughing at their kids and that we got in trouble and were asked to leave that location. You've been asked to leave a lot of people. You know, it's not just me. It's her too. I know. Duh. Your oh, mother's oh, a troublemaker. Knows. She's been asked to and leave a lot of clearly your grandmother's a troublemaker. She's been kicked out of 30 temples. <laughs> Beth Mordecai. We have anger Temple issues. Emmanuel. Never Shalom. The list is endless. That's it. Do you remember how, how angry... How about Sherry Oh, my God. Sherry <laughs> Tefillah. They hated... That guy was so angry at me and you, apparently, because I didn't know how to daven properly. I was doing the best I could. I don't know why they called me up on that day. I don't know what I was... I was just sitting there minding my own business, and then he calls me up, and then he was so disappointed. He told Papa Dory, he's like, why doesn't your grandson know how to daven? And Papa Dory was like, I don't know. Ask his mom. Whatever. I mean, it was... He threw you right under the bus. I didn't want to say anything, because I know you loved him very much. Threw you right under the bus. He's... You know, because I think he owed the rabbi money from gambling, I think. Uh, so it was like a thing, you know. Could but, be. Anyway, Grammy, um, what do you think of Uncle C? <laughs> he was my big brother. Oh, yeah. He, he took great. care of me. He was terrific. He walked me to the movies every Saturday <laughs> Well, I could not do the pie. I did so many pockets <laughs> with Uncle C. I could not ask when she was here. Um, I just don't. The one thing I don't understand about Uncle C, and then we'll finish up, is that... Um, did you really spend a lot of time together as brother and sister? It seemed like I you didn't, didn't even know any each time other. time together. That's what I'm saying. When we took you to we see him in Kentucky. We were five years <laughs> apart. Right. So you spent no time together. When we took you to see him and remember you just wanted some time alone, even that guy wouldn't leave the room. We finally got Aunt Rita to leave the room and that guy still wouldn't leave the room. It's His like nephew. somebody, it's like you had to be supervised with this guy on a 24-hour basis. Like you were going to like somehow come back to Judaism side. Um, <laughs> And so, but then you, I remember you guys talking, and you were talking about the one walk you took one day in Newark in 1934. What else did you talk about all that time I was at the mall with Aunt Rita? You're welcome. And don't tell me I don't love you. Oh my God. You went to the mall with Aunt Rita? Yeah. And this was only two or three years ago. What? Yeah, because I'm a great son, Beth. <laughs> Clearly. Remember when we were staying in that hotel? You gotta that, step up. Remember when we were staying in that haunted hotel room where there was nobody on our floor and we woke up and we were like, man, do you hear all those kids screaming in the morning? You're like, yeah, they're horrible. And then we went, they were like, there's nobody on your floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you remember that? No. Uh, where was this? Your headphones are falling off again. You look so cute, though. <laughs> I know. It's just funny. It's just like... This was in Kentucky to visit your brother. Yes. Because I'm the best son ever, and I took you there twice, yeah, and one time true. took Aunt Rita to the mall so you could have some alone wow. time. And still that idiot is like, oh, because he's so great. He took us to New York all the time. We went to all the shows, and he. we always said, shouldn't you call your sister? Nah, she's fine. Um. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. So not kidding. <laughs> That's everybody at the funeral is like, oh my God, we used to go up to New York with him all the time. That's funny. He never called us when he was there. Not a once. Yeah. What are you yeah. going to do? All it's right, not your fault. No, all right. All right. right. Well, you got to bring it up. Well, I never get this opportunity again. And here it. she is. <laughs> I disagree, and I think my listeners disagree. They would want me <laughs> to say. Listener, singular. You know what, Dory? No, uh, that's a good way I, to end uh, it. Did you hear that? She busted on me again. I thought you liked that. No. She was saying I only have one listener. 
You only have one listener? That's what Dory just made fun of. That's why I thought you'd think it was more funny, and we can end on that. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. I had to bring it up. That is kind of funny. I can't wait to listen on on my drive up to get Liza. I'm very excited. There's another bad choice, having Liza. Should have stopped at Dory. That sweet, adorable person. Well, I just wish she was as pretty as Dory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. What are you, do? you can't have everything. You can't have them all. You can't have it all. What do you think of your nephew? You think he's okay? You think he's going to turn out okay? I don't have high hopes. I definitely does. I definitely think he's going to turn out just fine. That was the right answer. Oh, I have one other question. Two weeks ago, we brought up the topic of Mama Ruth and Lee, the cleaning lady, living together. Um, you know, in Vegas. Uh, was it Florida? I felt like no, it was Florida. No, 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 it was Florida. Vegas. No, she moved to Vegas with her. No. When Papa Lulu died, she moved out to Vegas, and then she died. Well, tell me what the story is then. You don't know either. Yeah, I'm going to have remember? to ask Aunt Judy. I know she, li- she did Aunt Judy live lives around. Call Aunt Judy. Tell her to come over right now. <laughs> yeah, she lived, and I was telling Memo and Scotty about this, and they're like, wait a minute, that's a show. That's a show, because the fact that, you know, because after we saw Roma, we were thinking about people that had servants. <laughs> And uh, Mama Ruth definitely had... I mean, that lady was there all day and she cooked and cleaned. And then she put money in her shoe, remember, because she lived in a bad part of Harlem. And then... You don't remember any... Do you... Are you... I guess I don't know some of the stories. Do you remember know. August 13th, 1964? Because that was a banner day. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the best day of your life. I'm right? thinking Aunt Judy's not going to remember either. August 13th, 1964? Nobody... Everybody tries to forget that day. <laughs> I could never forget that day, but... Nobody yes, else has mentioned to remember. it in the worst way possible. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all we all know where we were when Dory was born. As a matter of fact, I blame Beth for us, mommy, um, that we're miserable now because yes. Beth messed up. Because Beth, well, actually, this goes back to you. So let's look at it this way. <laughs> so actually, it's your fault. You gave her so oh, much crap about marrying a Jew that it was in her head, in her head, in her head. So she got rid of Matt. Matt moved to California. And then she's like, oh, screw it. I'm going to marry him anyway. I can't find anybody else. I'm a loser. And so then <laughs> she had to go to LA where she lived, where we enjoyed visiting Mitch for, for the thing. But then she got upset because she's like, my mother's not here. But technically, if she had stayed out there, I believe we all would have moved out. You and me probably could have moved out there and had a better life. So actually, it is all Beth's fault because there's no reason she had to move back. There you go. L.A. sucks on every level except the weather. Yes, but if we were all together, it could have been fun. No. The people out there are horrible. You can't make friends out there. I agree 100%. It's just that I I think that the weather is so awesome that it could have been worth it. Well, that is awesome. (laughs) And then Dory would have been like, oh, my God, I remember the spoon. And having babies Definitely. out there. I was able to push her around the carriage exactly. every day. Exactly. just Dory around. Oh, in a carriage. I, I, would, I would go close to the, the uh, shrubs that were flowering so you could touch the flowers as we walked. Aww. Does anybody say yeah. the word shrubs anymore? <laughs> um, I remember, yeah, when Dory was there. And, uh, the first time you let me alone with her uh, so you could get your nails done. Mm-hmm. And um, she drooled all over. <laughs> I remember it was like, is this a thing? Uh, I don't know what's happening. Oh. And you were like crawling. And then, oh, but, you don't know what you did for over 10 months. Yeah, he does. We all know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Threw up? You're not asking me about any of your stories. Well, also, I remember when she left me alone with Liza the first time where you were there. Um, gotcha. She's like, nope, she already pooped. Everything's all set. You just got to stay with her. As soon as she walked out of the house, poop. <laughs> and I mean, and I was just, I'm just going to leave it. But then that smell is so, I mean, I guess all parents know this, but I didn't know. And the smell is so horrid that you must do something. Oh and God. you, Dory, guided me through the entire process. It was That's unbelievable. So funny. What were you, Two. four? 
No, yeah, not Liza even two. was two. No, no. I mean, if Liza she was, was one, she was probably. three. Oh, she, she was three. And Dory's sitting there going, no, no, you idiot. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. But I that was, was in California. No, no, no. This was back in Jersey. Oh, we were okay. definitely back in Jersey. Was that the house you live in now? Okay. Then and I you were guiding me through, through the entire... Pro- I mean, if she wasn't there, I don't know what if, if I could have done it properly. It was unbelievable. I'm listening to a three-year-old. And it's just like that time at Judio who says when I was guiding them with the, the opposite of Dory, um, <laughs> how to get to somewhere. And I'm like, no, 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 make a left here. What? That's crazy. It's a dead end. No, no, you can make a left if you go around the corner. Of, you know, like whatever. <laughs> Which is the exact opposite of Dory. I'll tell you something. If I go back to that school, I'll take down that summa cum laude thing. I'm like, have you tested her driving <laughs> skills and her map, you know, her geographic location skills? Maybe take that into consideration before you let her work on people's teeth. You know, that's also a map. I don't think it is. <laughs> it doesn't really move. I think she's okay. Your mouth moves. Hmm. Hmm. We're not supposed to talk about that either. What? What? Your what? horrible dental work? Oh, yeah. No, we don't have to talk. She's got to get braces again now. So, Are you happy with yourself? So uncomfortable. I just want to blame everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. ha- she has needed... Herb Adler was a problematic person for every... Now, wasn't hey, it- another place I got thrown out of. Oh, my God, that's true. <laughs> Herb Adler, our orthodontist, hated Beth. And this is why I say, Rhoda, that there is no way we would have stayed with Jack Eskow, your favorite person in the whole world, if Beth had had one cavity. If she had had one cavity drilled without Novocaine, we would have been out of there so fast. They would have kicked us out and we would have found a new place within seconds that, of course, would have used Novocaine, not because we asked, because that's what you do. (laughs) What kind of dentist doesn't use Novocaine? It wasn't, again, it was not 1735. Well, you just slapped your mouth face. (laughs) (laughs) Him, his wife, and the hygienist got to tie you down. While you're being, you know, it's like that. You know what they do that in Marathon Man and the Holocaust survivor when they take out the teeth. You R- give me Rhoda's the, giving him the hand. Give me the sign, like, don't talk about Dr. Rescal that way. Now I can't talk about my dentist that way. This is now the worst podcast ever because you won't let me talk about anything. Well, what can I talk about that'll make you happy? I believe you've already gone through all the topics. It's all right. Well, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I'll come up with the stories you don't like. Mm. You don't want that. We could really come up with some stories you don't I'm like. Assuming I know everything, but I I see what you're saying. So, like you know, when your third grade teacher asked Grammy if you were from a broken home because you behaved so badly, and she came home and cried. But that's hilarious. No, I thought she asked if I was retarded. No, oh, that was my Everybody fifth grade already teacher. knew that. Right? That was my fifth grade teacher when she came home and cried. She goes, "I know your son's retarded, but uh, it wasn't even asking." And then she came home and cried for that. And then she came home and cried when I got my ear pierced. Oh, yeah. No, she just had to lay down. That did not go well. Oh, I need my bed. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a condition. (laughs) So all in all, Dory, it was not easy raising David. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. Well, that's the best part of the story. He's like, I never questioned that. Never a question. Yeah. Well, folks, I guess that's the uh, the end of this delightful podcast where we can't believe I got my, um, what do you call it if you have a white whale, which would be Amy Heckerling, what would we call the next one down? I don't know. Well, having Rhoda on the podcast would be a big get. I mean, it's a really, really awesome thing. I think people are going to be really happy that you're actually here. I talk about you on every episode. Good that's and bad. She's told not <laughs> and, to listen. And that's why I've always been told never to listen. That's right. <laughs> and now you know why. And, you know, we've given me some looks. But we had a lot of laughs today. We had some good times. But, you know, family stuff's got to be bought out. Otherwise, it's not a true podcast. you got to put it all out there. And that's why people like it. And that's why I like doing it. And that's why I like bringing it to you on the Nightfly with Dave Jessica, everybody. Now, uh, thank you. So thank you, Mommy, Rhoda Reitman, uh, Dory, 
Thank yeah. you so much. Good luck in dental school. Or maybe you'll be on the podcast before then over the summer. Yeah. And uh, Liza, of course, we would love to talk about her new job, but she is banned from the podcast. And uh, Beth, you did a good job today, a really good job, where I think thank we can you. have you back. All right, yeah, I think you. we can work it out. I think we can have her back. But uh, Dory always has um, a free, open invitation. Beth has to be invited. Right. And uh, Mommy, you can uh-huh. actually come on whenever you want. But Beth still is iffy. But she's doing a lot better, doing a lot better. Well, she's not tired today, which is yeah. weird because we just had a huge meal. So technically, we're all... We and we went over. kickboxing this morning. Yeah, that was awesome. We went kickboxing this morning, too. <laughs> shut up. Just shut up. Uh, yeah, just trying to get the pounds off. You know what I'm saying, everybody? All right, so that's this week's show. Next week, uh, possible Amy Heckerling. I don't know. I think she's coming over this week. We're working out the details. If not, it'll just be you and me again, like it always is, on The Night Fly with Dave Dusko. We'll see you next week, everybody. Good night. Good night.